Alright. In three, two, damn, bro. One. I can't finish chilling. Welcome back. Are we back in a Bitcoin bull run? Wait, oh my goodness, I'm already. Are we back in a crypto bull run? We're going to be talking about BlackRock here today. We got a lot of information coming out on a bunch of different institutions filing multiple different ETFs. Uh, there's a lot happening in the crypto news. Binance facing pyramid scheme allegations in Brazil. The Gemini brothers getting bullish on crypto. I mean, which would make sense because they kind of own an exchange. Spain, $57 billion banking giant uh, educating ed uh, investors on Bitcoin now. Where do you want to start today, Lucas? How are you feeling about these markets? Everything's green. Pepe's through the roof. Where do we start? Well, I'd like to let it be known that I've been talking about accumulating Bitcoin for, I don't know, a couple of weeks now. And I made my official buy the dip post during last week's free fall. So I'm feeling pretty good. You know, I think I think I positioned myself to be pretty well set up for this run. And I'm looking forward to seeing where it goes. But I think Bitcoin is pretty fundamentally bullish right now. Altcoins are another story. Uh, for now, I'm going to keep buying Bitcoin and see where it goes. <laughs> no altcoins. No altcoins. I mean, here and there for sure. But, um, you know, my risk profile is pretty low right now. I'm not looking to take on any extra risk considering the macro conditions. Uh, you know, when it comes to alts, I'll probably hop in and out. Certainly no long-term positions. I've, I've got, again, I'm always open to trade, but holding long-term, definitely not. Yeah, so let's talk about the bullish news that's kind of propping up the market. Obviously, there was a spike up to nearly $138,000 in Bitcoin. Uh, this was on Binance.us, and this is because of a liquidity crunch. Someone market purchased Bitcoin's price, and there's a quick spike. Um, I don't think it actually ended up liquidating anyone. It was just a, you could see the trigger on uh, Binance itself. But ultimately, five applications in five days by five institutions have been filed for an ETF. Now, this ranges from BlackRock to a lot of smaller scale institutions. Uh, and I know this is kind of we're beating the dead horse on this conversation, but what does this look like? What's the time frame on the launch? So for you guys that don't know that are watching on, you know, whether you guys are coming in from TikTok, where you're coming from YouTube, Twitter, wherever you guys are from, uh, ETF filings aren't something that just you snap your fingers and they're approved overnight. Even though BlackRock has the odds of, you know, they've had 575 pass out of the last 576 ETFs, uh, what can easily happen is the SEC postpone every single approval like date and i think they can do this up to almost six months in time well what could also easily happen is if everybody watching right now liked followed and subscribed the channel and turn on those post notifications and everyone on tiktok went on and uh you know checked out our youtube channel for our amazing podcast ha ha cough cough go check it out but these are the reasonings behind this push. There's a lot of this institutional adoption that's actually here. People are realizing that Larry Fink, JP Morgan, and all these financial uh, world leaders, so to speak, have been completely blatantly lying to the American people and the global population for the last decade at this point. How many times have they told you that Bitcoin is a money laundering scheme? How many times have you told you it's a Ponzi scheme, a scam, that it's just corruption, that it's never going to work, that it's a broken system? And time and time again, they continuously come out and they go, oh, you know what, guys, we were just joking about that. We were just suppressing the price. We were buying the whole time. And now we're going to launch. And, you know, you should you should buy your crypto directly through us. And so this hey, is look, when when, when Jerome Powell's corporate masters ask him to jump, he says, how high? Um, look, I don't know why anyone is these days is surprised or uh, offended or saddened by the fact that we're lied to and controlled. We're lied to and controlled. If you realize that, it sets you free. Collectively, I think everyone in America, at least, that I've met, and certainly more around the world, 
have this feeling that, you know, nothing really matters. Your job doesn't matter. Your money doesn't matter. It's not real. You know, a lot of your relationships are fake. They don't, they're not real. You're in this matrix setting yourself free from it. And I hate to use the word matrix because Andrew Tate cringed, but he was kind of right about that. And people are starting to free themselves from expectation and the world is becoming a lot more free for him. Ironically, he's no longer free. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, we'll see if top no. G becomes bottom G, if you know what I'm saying. Bottom G. Yeah. Oh my God, dude. Uh, no, you're a hundred percent right. And I think this is finally waking people up to realize that, you know, if you're waiting for Jerome Powell or the government to come in and save you and print and turn on these money printers and, you know, protect the American people, that was never in the cards. BlackRock, these large institutions, JP Morgan, Jamie Dimon, they don't give a shit about you. That's just the reality of this. All it is at the end of the day is you're, you know, you're nine to five. There's nothing wrong with nine to fives are working, but your time is energy and money is just a form of, you know, kind of paying off that energy. All right. So moving into the next bullish news that was awful was uh, that Spain <laughs> with $57 billion, their $57 billion banking giant, uh, Santander is educating their investors on Bitcoin now. So this kind of just rolls from the topic of BlackRock and institutions. Like we can't hide this anymore. Like every institutional giant is now educating their investors, educating their, uh, what do you call it for, uh, accredited investors. And they're starting to be like, Hey, this is the next step in your diversifying your portfolio. You need to start branching out and picking up and accumulating. And how do you do that? You buy our spot ETFs. So, you know, dude, so much bullish announcements coming out of this. The only bearish news that I saw on the markets today was Binance facing uh, pyramid scheme allegations coming from Brazil. They cannot get a break. Look, Binance long-term knew that they were going to get into this issue because they didn't wait for regulations. They didn't do things the right way. They got absolutely torched um, by the U.S. Uh, Securities and Exchange Commission in, in the last month, uh, and now other governments are stepping in. Now, Binance, I think, is guilty of many things. But uh, just like uh, I don't like Ripple that much, we still got to root for him. Even though they've done things in, an, in, an, in a manner unbecoming of uh, you know, a regulated <laughs> securities exchange, or even as a crypto exchange, to be honest, um, you know, they're still the champions of the industry. They've provided amazing service to millions of people. They've done a lot of good. And so if Binance loses, I think it's, a, it's an L for the entire industry. So as much as I don't want to support them, all exchanges suck. There, who else champions crypto? You know, who else is going to champion crypto? You know what I mean? Like realistically, if you take away Binance and Coinbase is being sued too, I mean, who's left? Yeah, we need Ripple and Binance. We do. Yeah, like, which is like the devil you I know. I have the respect for both. You know, even though uh, we have, I mean, I have history with both parties. Uh, but we just understand the game and uh, that's, I think what we understand is the fact that, Hey, let's look at the reality This Binance does control the most of, you know, the liquidity in the market. Someone from my chat just said, actually it was Percival shout out to the homie. He just said, um, TradFi wants to force these players out so they can take over. Exactly. That's absolutely true. Yeah. Absolutely true. Guys, don't you want to buy from JP Morgan? Get your JP Morgan Bitcoin, JP Morgan Bitcoin. You had the IMF, which we're going to be talking about here in just a moment. Uh, actually, that's going to be another segment we have to we have to drop in and Ripple's new announcements. Uh, but this let's let's talk about exchanges a little bit more. The Gemini Brothers came out and they said this is the great accumulation of Bitcoin. Didn't you mean the Winklevoss twins? Oh yeah, did I keep saying Gemini Brothers? What the fuck is wrong with you? That's the same thing. <laughs> the, uh, okay, but Winklevoss the Winklevoss twins, twins, yeah, the Winklevoss twins, aka um, the Chads of crypto, 
aka got screwed over by Mark Zuckerberg, aka Zucky's uh, play toys. Yeah, no, but for real, dude, they they've been you know people people in the space who might have been coming in in 2021 or 2020. Um, they, they tend to forget that the Winklevoss twins have been around in crypto for a long time. I mean, they bought Bitcoin when it was super early. They were some of the biggest, high, most profile people to do it. So are they setting another trend? Methinks, perhaps. They could be. And I'm going to send the production crew uh, an image to put up on the screen right now. Uh, you know, this is what I'm proceeding with cautious right now. Because, you know, we have a chat. We're live on TikTok as we do these with you guys on, on YouTube. Uh, you know, where's, where's kind of Bitcoin heading next? And I'm not going to give you a prediction on where that next stop is going to be. Is that 33K? Is that 36K? Is that 37.2K? Actually, it's going to be 33.456. Save that number down. That was like 33456. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, but you know what we can look at is the estimated leverage ratio and the amount of leverage on leverage positions on the markets. What you're looking at here is called as a Delta spread. And all it means really to make it very simple for everybody watching is when this thing is massively in the green and at this range, I've used this chart and traded with it for well over a year at this point. And once you hit that 25, 20, 20 billion dollar range, uh, generally you get a bit of a reversal to wipe out those positions coming from Binance. So it's very interesting to see that prices are so high right now. You have every influencer coming out and saying what? Come on. I predicted this. What do you mean? Well, yeah, that was actually perfectly what I was thinking. You know, I, I predicted this. We're back in a bull run. We're going to the moon. Who, who could have predicted this? You know, and it's just like... Let us know in the so, comments if you know where that's from. And so what I want to say is just I would still be a little bit cautious. The thing I am bullish on is the fact that we bounced off the 200-day EMA on uh, the charts for Bitcoin. But again, we are overly leveraged. So if you've got that fear of FOMO, that that emotion a, is a painful one to watch. Um. But on that, guys, seriously, if we are back in the bull run, there's one thing that you need to do and one thing that is more important than anything else in the crypto industry. Blockchain, besides, bro, what is that? Besides subscribing to our YouTube, there is one thing you can do. And, guys, that's securing your, your crypto with self-custody. Um, you know, I know we, we've talked about this a lot, and it's something we mention all the time, but you already know, you already know who I'm going to talk about. Yeah, I'm, not, uh, I'm not going to beat around the bush here. Get an Arculus wallet. You heard me. Listen, when when it comes to self custody, there's no easier solution, uh, and I truthfully believe this because let me tell you, I've set up a lot of wallets for a lot of a lot of really inexperienced tech people, and Arculus has been by far the most easy to understand for them. I, I've gotten to the point where if anyone over, you know, if anyone who was alive during the Nixon administration messaging me, messages me about crypto and how that how can I how should I store it, uh, I send them getarculus.com and I say code night twenty. Because it really is the simplest, most convenient hardware wallet solution on the market right now. And that's, I truthfully believe that. Um, that being said, you know, check them out, support the show. Uh, shout out to the boys over at Arculus for hooking us up with, uh, you know, uh, an amazing, amazing partnership here. Always, man. I got my XRP, Ethereum, and Bitcoin all in one hardware wallet. It's amazing. Uh, so... Let's move to the next news because I know chat's going crazy right now. They're like, oh, we're not in a Bitcoin bull run. Uh, well, we're up 100% on Bitcoin. A lot of altcoins are up massively. So I don't know if we, we may not be in one yet, but we're far from a bottom. Look, I, my time frame is so zoomed out. I'm not even tripping about like, the price. Like, are we past that point? I think I think we are. I think we've, we've all know? grown as investors together. And I think that at the end of the day, it doesn't matter. We're, if, if, if you guys are still here and you guys have been here, and I know who's in my chat right now. I know who's in my chat. I know who's in the comment section right now. You know, you guys have been around for a while. Like, no one, no one's new here. 
you know, you're my ride or dies. Yeah, anybody in the chat. You There's no are, way you're you guys, in crypto right now and you like, you know, have just got feel, in. Yeah. The, yeah. No you, you know what? You know what's up. And so everyone here knows the deal. We're riding this shit out. We're going to make our fucking money. Uh, and then we're all going to, you know, party on a yacht like it's a ripple and we're dumping on our community. Ouch. Um, ouch. That one's going to be painful. Brad Gonley has stuff. He watches our shows and really takes that to, you know, takes that to heart. Uh, so good one there, Lucas. But IMF, guys, coming in as well. So this is the point. Guys, who cares? Like, are we in a bull run? Are we in a bear market? Who cares? I think we all have the same vision. We all have the same passion. We all understand that crypto is the future. Bitcoin's been pretty much cleared as not a security. What does that mean for the rest of the altcoin space? Ripple's about to finish their lawsuit. I think there's going to be a lot of these altcoins that are no longer uh, centralized and securities. They can't be classified, such as Ethereum, such as Matic, things like that. Uh, but ultimately, you know, it, it, like... It doesn't matter if you're buying at 15K because when we're at 15K, everybody in the chat right now, you guys are like, oh, we're going to go to 9K. We're going to go to 12K. And when you're at 30K, you're like, oh, we're not in a bull run yet, but it can go up to 40K. Like that, like leave that out of the market. Leave that out of the thought process because the IMF, another bullish announcement coming in within launching their own version. Uh, it's a new class, which is kind of their own system of blockchain, CBDC type products. And so every part of our governments, our asset managements, our world governing councils, they are all adopting using this technology. And if you aren't bullish on that, I don't know what can make you more, you know, effective in the crypto in the crypto space. I don't know. Guys, everyone acts like the second that everything becomes a security, whether or not it gets declared as one, this market's over. You know, if, if it gets labeled as a security, oh, it's over. People forget security tokens exist. The security token market has the potential to eclipse the stock market with tokenized stocks. Well, most stocks. people don't even know what a security is. Well, most people are going to get uh, sold into when I dump my bags in the next bull run. So, so should it be a currency? Should it be a commodity should, like gold or silver? You know. Personally, I think cryptocurrencies are a toss-up of commodities, securities. Uh, like it's and, a new asset class. It's a combination. It needs a and, new regulatory and, and body. There's, I mean, and, I, and I, ideally, yes. But I think things like Bitcoin need Bitcoin, I think, is a commodity, like 100 percent. It's at the end of the day, you can argue whatever you want. I truly believe Bitcoin is a commodity. Everything else needs its own asset class. But Bitcoin, there's nothing like it. There will never be anything like it. it there will never be another Bitcoin. There will never be another Satoshi Nakamoto. There will never be another, uh, you know, story like it in the and I think the rest of human civilization, there's not going to be another instance where the, the stars aligned. The tech is aligned. I mean, if someone tried to launch it now, they're all they, so different. Dude. They'd get found out proof instantly. Proof of stake, proof of work. DAOs, DAOs are completely different than anything else in this space. They work like co-ops. Uh, completely different industry. So I agree with that. But you know, coming out of kind of more regulatory clarity, XRP holders in the chat right now. Let me know if you hold. I do hold my XRP. I am a proud, <laughs> proud holder of seven cent XRP. I just saw uh, getting that license in Singapore, baby. They had the pretty much central bank of Singapore go ahead and give them regulatory clarity and licensing uh, in their country for their expansion of Southeast Asia. So another W coming from Ripple. Now this doesn't impact necessarily the XRP price, and you know, blockchain boys over here gagging on his his piss cup. Uh, but ultimately, you know, this is another bullish narrative for Ripple. They continue to kill it. I don't think they're going to be some new world order and establish some one world agency or anything like that. But what is happening is Ripple continues to grab more partnerships, more licenses, and continues to expand on a daily. It's not even a weekly. It's a daily basis. Are you guys ready? This is for my editor. This is about to be a TikTok clip. I'm actually super bullish on Ripple. 
If I could invest into Ripple as a company, I'd do it tomorrow. I would have done it years ago. What I'm not bullish on is XRP the token. XRP the token has been a vehicle for Ripple to personally and corporatized, you know, enrich themselves and fund their company, right? I mean, they've literally used the XRP token to fund their company, personally enrich themselves. Shout out to Jed McCaleb for riding out into the sunset another time on and getting a bag. And so I really failed to see any investment perspective of, of the XRP token when you can settle things on the XRPL without ever touching the XRP token. And people ask me all the time, day 106 of asking why blockchain boy doesn't like ripple well it's not that i don't like ripple i think that well it's not i don't like ripple for what they've done with their token and fooling people but xrp itself is a terrible investment it's terrible ripple as a company is a great investment you'll never catch me buying xrp maybe as a swing trade I'm there's up no six, there, 700 pretty good investment to me there's no reason <laughs> there's no there's no reason to hold it long term so you don't like the tech no, it's not even that I don't like the tech. It's like there's no reason for it to exist other than to fund their company, in my opinion. Because you don't need to settle in XRP. No, I agree. I agree. What's the and point? Honestly, of it? where you're making money off is the speculation. Well, okay. I mean, oh, even, there it is. There's even in the security. Hinman documents. Even in the Hinman documents. I mean, the Hinman documents make you realize that you know they're all talking about this ODL. Well, okay, who is the ODL? Who is that liquidity? And that is the holders. The holders are the liquidity for that ODL. Um, but David Schwartz, Brad Garlinghouse, they've said that they don't need to use the XRP themselves. The only reason why they use XRP is pretty much because they have half of the fucking supply. Uh, but again, you know, I've been bullish on the fact that as a company, they continue to expand. If they're going to use XRP, you're speculating on the fact that, you know, that price is going to go up because there's going to be more liquidity and partners, you know, down the line. So it's kind of like my a, chat has been freaking out. It's going it's going sideways. Man. <laughs> look, what's I, I think I think, look, at the end of the day, dude, like, hey, same as Quant. If it, it is the same as Quant. Look, actually, I like Quant more. And I, I, I'll say this. I like Quant more than XRP. Quant doesn't need a token either. It doesn't need to exist. But they've, they've designed it in a way where it's designed to pump. Quant is one of those coins that is designed. It is programmed to pump. Uh, it is, from a tokenomics perspective, It's really beautiful. good tokenomics. Really good beautiful tokenomics. tokenomics. They were designed from somebody... So would you like Ripple if they didn't have half the supply and they just used the XRP? I'm not finished. I'm not finished. That being said, I don't like Quant because it's not open source. I don't know what the fuck is going on in there. The only reason that token exists is to pay for services, essentially, uh, and to speculate on. Um, so it, whoever created that token at Quant was like, they clearly knew what they were doing. It, that clearly. Ripple just has done the opposite. Instead of designing something that's designed to pump, it's designed to dump on their community. <laughs> and that's that's the problem. Um but I still don't like quant because I don't know why it needs to exist other than the fact people want to make money on it. Uh, you know, and that whatever, have fun with that. Uh, you gotta look at, I think you gotta look at quant as just a software as a service. I'll buy That's some quant. Literally what I'll it buy is. quant. It's a software as a service. The token gives you access and they're using, you know, I think they were just smart for bridging that. Um, easy, easy pump. Hey, people got to eat homie. But I do like Gilbert Verdi and a lot of the team members on Quant. They have a pretty, like you said, they're really smart. They're hey, really smart. I never said they were stupid. <laughs> I know. Yeah, well, it's like, you know, they're developing some of these standards. But either way, man, that's we'll, we'll wrap it up with the, the Ripple XRP conversation. Uh, Finally, um, let's talk about the subject on everyone's minds. Uh, how quickly did those millionaires when that tin can imploded? Yeah, so first... I mean, 
thoughts and prayers go out to those families because I could not, first and foremost, I cannot imagine being 13,000 feet underwater or even 1,000 feet, let alone 100 feet, let alone 10 feet. Like, once you start getting, it's just pitch black down there, dude. And I, I honestly hope it imploded for their sake. I really do not hope that they're at the bottom of the ocean right now and they, you know, for 13 hours froze in freezing temperature and slowly suffocated. I, I, I think, think the worst part would have been the, the, the rotting feces and piss that, on the walls. That's even worse because, yeah, they had to go in that, mach- that machine. It's a, mean, very interesting, it's a very interesting thing, man. I mean, there's reports right now that they found debris of the sub, and, and, and those are unconfirmed, by the way, at the, at the time of They're recording. They're unconfirmed, I saw, yeah. But, listen, that's probably the best case scenario. And um, I don't know what, what it is with rich people, you know, and going in subs. Look, I, I may be white, but I'm not like, let's get into a minivan sub and go explore the Titanic white. That's some Scooby-Doo shit. It is. Yeah. Well, it's some Scooby-Doo shit, but then it's also like... You were you were literally it's like, piloting it's like that. My magic school bus, dude. In the interview, he's like, "Yeah, we have this like uh, Bluetooth Xbox controller." From dude, that's, so that's what I don't understand, right? You know, I, I mean, I feel bad that these people are manipulated into going, but I'm, I'm very curious on like where the red flags didn't flare. Like, you know, he said he broke regular, you know, broke safety regulations. Dude, they had a lawsuit. They like, have come on. They now. have massive lawsuits. Um, the, the, like just looking at the fact that they were using Camping World parts like on the roof and it, uh, a knockoff version of a controller uh, for like 45 bucks on Amazon to manage that thing. Look, man, ah, it just goes dude. to show you that crypto is not the only industry where uh, shit is really sketchy. Why no GPS buoys? Dude, there's so many questions on it. But then it brought up other questions to me, dude. You know how there's like nude photos of like the chick from the Titanic? Like, Wow, that was a 180. No, dude, because I, I was looking, I was I was like looking at the Titanic stuff, and then I just realized, I was like, this shit is 13,000 feet on the ocean floor in the middle of the Atlantic, freezing cold. How do we have like pictures and snapshots? Like, how did we find that? Like, that was what blew my mind. Well, the fact so they that found, we it found it in 1985, it. I think, 1985, yeah. 1987. Uh, you know, they were doing sonar scans and. Uh, they sent a submersible down, you know, and and I think it's pretty cool if they found that. I mean, they do yeah. they moved generally where it was. Um, the Titanic, I think, was an interesting story. I've read a lot into it at this point. Who hasn't? You know, we've all been on. Well, yeah, I know it's it's been a while. So I was just I was re going down back that, and I was just like, I mean, they actually lifted. A, there's actually a piece of the Titanic in Las Vegas um, that we can go see next time we're in Vegas. It's in the Luxor Hotel, uh, which they own. Oh yeah, but it's not. I think mean, like a part of the ship. It is. Well, it, I know, but it's not like a, it's a whole piece. It's like you can actually see it with your own eyes, like the whole the whole ports, and they've they've actually brushed it down. It it's yeah. beautiful, dude. That's it's cool. like a very somber thing um, in the Titanic Museum. Anyways, um, that's all we've got for you today, guys. You know, hopefully these people died quickly. Um, <laughs> Someone goes, they found it the same way as finding the passports in the Twin Towers. Oh my God! <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm like, dude, if that was 13,000, I'm good. I'm good. I'm not going to find it, man. Leave the, leave the, uh, leave it as a tombstone. Respect. Yeah. I mean, look, you know, I give props to people that can just dive like that. Like, dude, fuck like, that. I'd rather go to space. Speaking of going to space, hopefully you guys, uh, uh, go to space, uh, bar and pause the podcast and like it and then go back to watching it. Uh, <laughs> you like that transition, uh, like comment, follow, subscribe, you know, thanks for tuning in today. And hopefully you guys learned uh, a little something about, uh, our opinions on this on this market um well you know let's all let's all fucking make it together you know at the end of the day we in this shit together and we're here to build together banks, create content together by. oh yeah these dude. motherfuckers can suck it sit and spin um uh, wall spin street bastards 
That was a lot of swearing, but whatever. Well, right, hey, guys. look, we're no different. We're just Wall Street 2.0, and we're a better version. That's that's really how we look at it. Crypto Thank you guys for watching. Baby. Let's go. Crypto Night out. See y'all later.